The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Monday and happy Feast Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, August 15th, 2022, Monday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into Heaven. In 1950, Pope Pius XII defined the Assumption to be a dogma of faith. We pronounce, declare, and define it to be a divinely revealed dogma that the Immaculate Mother of God, the Ever-Virgin Mary, having completed the course of her earthly life, was assumed body and soul to heavenly glory. Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee, that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today, the Church throughout the world celebrates the solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that our Mother, as the document proclaiming this dogma states, was assumed at the very end of her life, body and soul, into heaven. And this is a dogma of our faith proclaimed by Pope Pius XII in the year 1950, but held by Christians since the very beginning of the church. That Mary, at the end of her life, didn't suffer the corruption of death or the tomb, but rather was taken, body and soul, into heaven. And that this grace of the Assumption is the completion of the other major Marian solemnity that we celebrate during the year, namely the Immaculate Conception that from the first moment of her existence, Our Lady, our mom, was completely separated from sin, preserved from all stain of sin, and therefore all effects and punishments due to sin, of which death and corruption is one. And Jesus, today, as we, as we celebrate your mother, this is your mother's heavenly birthday. This is the day that your mom came home to heaven to be with you, now in glory, for all of eternity, that, that Mary is glorified and that you bestow this glory upon her and that actually a week from today, we'll celebrate the, the queenship of Mary 
and other times calls her coronation, that she's crowned as the queen of heaven and earth. She's glorified in this way, given this exalted title. And at times, people can accuse Catholics of being over-devoted to Mary, where we're over-focused on our mother. But none of the glory that we give her detracts from your glory, Jesus. In fact, you're the one who gives it to her. You've bestowed every grace upon her. Mary didn't earn the grace of the Assumption. Rather, it was the free gift. It was God's free gift to her. In the Gospel for the Mass today, we hear the Magnificat, Mary's song of praise from the second chapter, the first chapter of Luke's Gospel, where Mary visits her cousin Elizabeth and then sings this, this beautiful hymn, Magnificat, anima mea dominum, my soul magnifies the Lord. And that that's exactly what the soul of our mother is. It's a, it's a magnifying glass so that the good things of God are made more clear when we see them in Mary. It would be foolish to think that a magnifying glass takes away from what it's pointed at. Rather, it helps us focus in on it. It helps us zoom in. Sometimes if you take a photo with a good high-definition camera, you can zoom in on certain things that even maybe you didn't notice when you were there in person looking at it, that the ability to, to zoom in on particular aspects or particular features of something which we're beholding. Well, Mary's soul magnifies the Lord, particularly the good things of the Lord, God's graces operative in salvation history. Jesus, your mother's soul magnifies your goodness. Her soul is always pointing to you. And so it's not taking away from your glory. You love your mom and you teach us how to love her and she teaches us how to love you. What mother would take compliments and keep them for herself and not uh, allow the, the good things to pass to her children. Moms are incredibly unselfish in so many ways. And this is a particular one where all good things received pass on to their children. And Our Lady did this with regard to, to you, Lord, that all the good things that happen in her soul point to you. She is the ark of your covenant, Jesus. And she exists for the praise of your glory, as we as Christians ought to as well. And so her soul is this magnifying glass where we can see the truths of your goodness in a deeper way and sometimes a new way. A particular point of the goodness of God that we can consider in the Assumption is the fact that God fulfills his promises and that he doesn't just use us and forget about us. That it's not like we have a, a piece uh, to play in the puzzle, uh, a part that's assigned to us. And once we leave the stage and our part is done, we're forgotten about. God doesn't use us in that way. We cooperate with him. We are co-workers with God. He works side by side with us. And he doesn't use us and forget about us. There's such a thing called a, a friendship of utility. It's one of the types of friendships philosophically. 
And a friendship of utility is that I have certain friends, so someone could have certain friends that they, they're useful. And they're really not loved for themselves, but they're just loved for their usefulness, for what they can do for me. I have a friend who has a Netflix subscription. And so as long as I can use that friend's Netflix subscription, uh, I'm going to be friends with them. And if I can't, if they cancel Netflix, well, then I'm probably never going to talk to them again uh, because the friendship's all about that, right? I have a friend um, who has a car and I don't. So maybe I'll, I'll just, you know, get rides with this friend. And so the friendship is more about the rides than it is about the, the relationship. Those aren't the types of friendships we want to have. And at times, maybe if we're deceived, we can think that that's how God treats us, that I'm just a, a tool, an instrument that is used but not valued or respected, that God has a, a friendship of just utility. And if there was ever going to be anyone, uh, if God were to act that way, it could quite possibly be Our Lady, because her role was to be the mother of God. But once he was born and raised and taken care of, and um, even through his his public ministry and passion, death, resurrection, Jesus, once you did all of these things, it almost is like, okay, well, do we need Mary anymore, right? She had she had her role, but do we need her anymore? And that's that's not the right question. God God loves our mother. Jesus, you love her. And so it's not a matter of just utility. What's the purpose or what's the point? That's not how you treat us. That's not how you treat our mom, your mom. Rather, you love us for who we are. You love Mary for who she is. You gave her all of these great gifts. You gave her so many blessings. And you love her in those, not just for what she can do, but for who she is, who you created her to be. And we too, you created us, and you've given us each so many gifts. And so we're not loved for just what we can do. We're not just used for some purpose in divine providence and then discarded, like maybe someone would discard a friend with a car once they buy their own car. No, rather, we're loved for who we are. Mary's soul magnifies this point for us today in the Assumption. It zooms in on it. Jesus, we want to focus on this reality of your love. We're so grateful for the great things that you've done for our mother, for your mother. Mary, on this, your day of entrance into heaven, pray for us. Help us to appreciate your role as a magnifying glass and how you can point things out to us in minute detail and help clarify any misconceptions we may have or doubts we may have at times. Mary, on this day that you enter into heaven, help us to rejoice with you. This is your feast day, our mom's feast day. And so we should celebrate. We should celebrate our mom today. Mary, we ask you to pray for us on this, your day. As a good mother on your feast day, you can bestow so many blessings from heaven upon us. So we ask you to shower these graces upon us as today we celebrate your assumption. I thank you, my God for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help and put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, 
my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into Heaven. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer as we join the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the King of Kings. On this day, his Virgin Mother was taken up to heaven. Come, let us worship the King of Kings. On this day, his Virgin Mother was taken up to heaven. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the King of Kings. On this day, his virgin mother was taken up to heaven. Arise, O Virgin Queen. You are forever worthy of our praise. Take your place in the glorious dwelling place of the Eternal King. Arise, O Virgin Queen. You are forever worthy of our praise. Take your place in the glorious dwelling place of the Eternal King. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas. On the waters He made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in His holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Arise, O Virgin Queen. You are forever worthy of our praise. Take your place in the glorious dwelling place of the Eternal King. The Lord has chosen her, his loved one from the beginning. He has taken her to live with him. The Lord has chosen her, his loved one from the beginning. He has taken her to live with him. God is for us a refuge and strength, a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. God of Jacob is our stronghold. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within. It cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult. Kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice. The earth shrinks away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. He puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks. The spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has chosen her, his His loved one from the beginning. He has taken her to live with him. Glorious things are said of you, O Virgin Mary. Glorious things are said of you, O Virgin Mary. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children. And Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In his register of peoples he writes, These are her children, and while they dance they will sing. In you all find their home. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Glorious things are said of you, O Virgin Mary. Blessed are you, Mary, because you believed. The Lord's words to you have been fulfilled. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians, I have never stopped thanking God for you and recommending you in my prayers. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, grant you a spirit of wisdom and insight to know him clearly. May he enlighten your innermost vision, that you may know the great hope to which he has called you, the wealth of his glorious heritage to be distributed among the members of the church, and the immeasurable scope of his power in us who believe. 
It is like the strength he showed in raising Christ from the dead and seating him at his right hand in heaven, high above every principality, power, virtue, and domination, and every name that can be given in this age or in the age to come. He has put all things under Christ's feet and has made him, thus exalted, head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills the universe in all its parts. You were dead because of your sins and offenses, as you gave allegiance to the present age and to the prince of the air, that spirit who is even now at work among the rebellious. All of us were once of their company. We lived at the level of the flesh, following every whim and fancy, and so, by nature, deserved God's wrath like the rest. But God is rich in mercy. Because of his great love for us, he brought us to life with Christ when we were dead in sin. By this favor, you were saved. Both with you and in Christ Jesus, he raised us up and gave us a place in the heavens that in the ages to come, he might display the great wealth of his favor, manifested by his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. I repeat, it is owing to his favor that salvation is yours through faith. This is not your own doing. It is God's gift. Neither is it a reward for anything you have accomplished, so let no one pride himself on it. We are truly his handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to lead the life of good deeds which God prepared for us in advance. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. How lovely and beautiful are you, O Virgin Mary. You have left this world to be joined with Christ. Adorned, Adorned with, with the heavenly power, you shine forth like the sun among the saints. The angels rejoice, and the archangels sing your praises, O Virgin Mary. Adorned with heavenly power, you shine forth like the sun among the saints. A reading from the Apostolic Constitution, Unificentissimus Deus, by Pope Pius XII. In their homilies and sermons on this feast, the Holy Fathers and great doctors spoke of the assumption of the Mother of God as something already familiar and accepted by the faithful. They gave it greater clarity in their preaching and used more profound arguments in setting out its nature and meaning. Above all, they brought out more clearly the fact that what is commemorated in this feast is not simply the total absence of corruption from the dead body of the Blessed Virgin Mary, but also her triumph over death and her glorification in heaven after the pattern set by her only Son, Jesus Christ. Thus, St. John de Messine, preeminent as the great preacher of this truth of tradition, speaks with powerful eloquence when he relates the bodily assumption of the loving Mother of God to her other gifts and privileges. It was necessary that she who had preserved her virginity inviolate in childbirth should also have her body kept free from all corruption after death. It was necessary that she who had carried the Creator as a child on her breast should dwell in the tabernacles of God. It was necessary that the bride espoused by the Father should make her home in the bridal chambers of heaven. It was necessary that she, who had gazed on her crucified son and been pierced in the heart by the sword of sorrow which she had escaped in giving him birth, 
should contemplate him seated with the Father, it was necessary that the Mother of God should share the possessions of her Son and be venerated by every creature as the Mother and Handmaid of God. St. Germanus of Constantinople considered that it was in keeping not only with her divine motherhood, but also with the unique sanctity of her virginal body, that it was incorrupt and carried up to heaven. In the words of Scripture, you appear in beauty. Your virginal body is entirely holy, entirely chaste, entirely the house of God, so that for this reason also it is henceforth a stranger to decay, a body changed because a human body to a preeminent life of incorruptibility, but still a living body, excelling in splendor, a body inviolate and sharing in the perfection of life. Another early author declares, Therefore, as the most glorious mother of Christ, our God and Savior, giver of life and immortality, she is enlivened by him to share an eternal incorruptibility of body with him who raised her from the tomb and took her up to himself in a way he alone can tell. All these reasonings and considerations of the Holy Fathers rest on Scripture as their ultimate foundation. Scripture portrays the loving Mother of God almost before our eyes, as most intimately united with her Divine Son, and always sharing in His destiny. Above all, it must be noted that from the second century, the Holy Fathers present the Virgin Mary as the new Eve, most closely associated with the new Adam, though subject to him in struggle against the enemy from the netherworld. This struggle, as the first promise of a Redeemer implies, was to end in perfect victory over sin and death, always linked together in the writings of the Apostle of the Gentiles. Therefore, just as the glorious resurrection of Christ was an essential part of this victory and its final trophy, so the struggle shared by the Blessed Virgin and her Son was to end in the glorification of her virginal body. As the same apostle says, When this mortal body has clothed itself in immortality, then will be fulfilled the word of the Scripture, Death is swallowed up in victory. Hence, the august Mother of God, mysteriously united from all eternity with Jesus Christ, in one and the same degree of predestination, immaculate in her conception, a virgin inviolate in her divine motherhood, the whole-hearted companion of the divine Redeemer, who won complete victory over sin and its consequences, gained at last the supreme crown of her privileges, to be preserved immune from the corruption of the tomb, and, like her son, when death had been conquered, to be carried up, body and soul, to the exalted glory of heaven, there to sit in splendor at the right hand of her son, the immortal king of the ages. This is the glorious day on which the Virgin Mother of God was taken up to heaven. Let us sing these words in her praise. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Happy are you, Holy Virgin Mary, 
and most worthy of all praise. From your womb, Christ, the Son of Justice, has risen. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Let us pray. O God, who looking on the lowliness of the Blessed Virgin Mary, raised her to this grace, that your only begotten Son was born of her according to the flesh, and that she was crowned this day with surpassing glory. Grant through her prayers that, saved by the mystery of your redemption, we may merit to be exalted by you on high. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into Heaven, Monday, August 15, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Mary visits Elizabeth, 
and then proclaims her Magnificat. From the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country, to a city of Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant, Israel, in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his posterity forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The Assumption of Mary is a great beacon of hope for all of us. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Today, the Virgin Mother of God is taken up into heaven to be the beginning and the pattern of the Church and its perfection and a sign of hope and comfort for your people on their pilgrim way. Let us look at Our Lady already taken up into heaven. Just as a traveler gazing out to contemplate a vast panorama seeks some human figure in his surroundings to bring the distant objects into perspective, so do we look towards God with amazement, but can identify and welcome a purely human figure at the side of his throne. A ship has finished its passage. A destiny has been fulfilled. A human perfection has existed. Through her, his masterpiece, we see God's relations with humanity more clearly and with greater insight. Our Lady's privileges are related to her motherhood and as such with our redemption too. Taken into heaven, Mary is an image and forerunner of the church, still on the way towards eternal life. From heaven she shines forth until the day of the Lord shall come as a sure sign of hope and solace for the people of God during its sojourn on earth. By the mystery of the Assumption into Heaven, 
there were definitively accomplished in Mary all the effects of the one mediation of Christ the Redeemer of the world and risen Lord. In the mystery of the Assumption is expressed the faith of the Church, according to which Mary is united by a close and indissoluble bond to Christ. She is the assurance and proof that as her children we will one day be in our glorified bodies beside the glorious Christ. Our aspiration to eternal life gains impetus as we meditate on the Heavenly Mother above. She sees and watches over us with a look full of tenderness. With more love, the greater our need. She also has the specifically motherly role of mediatrix of mercy at the final coming. She is our great advocate before God Most High. Truly, life on earth is a valley of tears. We are called to make sacrifices and do endure suffering. Above all, though, we are not in heaven yet. At the same time, the Lord gives us many joys, and we have the hope of heaven so that we may look ahead with optimism. Mary is one of our reasons for happiness. She is our life, our sweetness, and our hope. We feel the affection of our mother in our lives as Christians. We tell her, turn then your eyes of mercy toward us. Like her son, she is full of mercy and compassion. She never withholds her helping hand from anyone who turns to her for help. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection. May we make ever more of an effort to seek the intercession of the Blessed Virgin, Queen of Heaven and Earth. May we fly to her, refuge of sinners, and say to her, Show to us Jesus, whom we are in need of above all else. For those who look to Mary in every circumstance, with the simplicity and confidence of a child before his mother, there is great security and joy. A father of the church writes, Just as the Virgin Mary was a most docile instrument in the hands of the Lord, I desire greatly to be subject to her service. Grant me this request, Jesus, God and Son of Man, Lord of all creation and Son of your handmaid. Allow me to serve your mother in such a way that you will acknowledge me as your servant. May she be my sovereign on earth, so that you may be my Lord for all eternity. We need to examine the quality of our daily dealings with her. If you feel proud to be a son of Our Lady, ask yourself, how often do I express my devotion to the Virgin Mary during the day from morning until night? The Angelus, the Holy Rosary, the three Hail Marys before going to bed. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are you, O Mary, for the world's salvation came forth through you. Now in glory you rejoice forever with the Lord. Blessed are you, O Mary, for the world's salvation came forth through you. Now in glory you rejoice forever with the Lord. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you. 
like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed are you, O Mary, for the world's salvation came forth through you. Now in glory you rejoice forever with the Lord. The Virgin Mary is exalted above the choirs of angels. Let all believers rejoice and bless the Lord. The Virgin Mary is exalted above the choirs of angels. Let all believers rejoice and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, Bless the Lord. Frost and chill. Bless the Lord. Ice and snow. Bless the Lord. Nights and days. Bless the Lord. Light and darkness. Bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds. Bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Mountains and hills. Bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The Virgin Mary is exalted above the choirs of angels. 
Let all believers rejoice and bless the Lord. The Lord has made you so glorious that your praise will never cease to resound among men. The Lord has made you so glorious that your praise will never cease to resound among men. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in His people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. The, the Lord has made you so glorious that your praise will never cease to resound among men. A reading from the book of Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bride bedecked with her jewels. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Today, the Virgin Mary was taken up to heaven. Today, the Virgin Mary was taken up to heaven. For all eternity, she shares the victory of Christ. The Virgin Mary was taken up to heaven. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Today, the Virgin Mary was taken up to heaven. This daughter of Jerusalem is lovely and beautiful as she ascends to heaven like the rising sun at daybreak. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This daughter of Jerusalem is lovely and beautiful as she ascends to heaven, like the rising sun at daybreak. Let us pray. Let us glorify our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him. May May your your mother mother intercede intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place. Free us from the corruption of sin. May May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. You are our Redeemer, who made the Immaculate Virgin Mary your purest home and the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. Make us temples of your Spirit forever. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. King of kings, you lifted up your mother, body and soul, into heaven. Help us to fix our thoughts on things above. May May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. Lord of heaven and earth, you crowned Mary and set her at your right hand as queen. Make us worthy to share this glory. May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we we forgive those who trespass against us. And and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who looking on the lowliness of the Blessed Virgin Mary, raised her to this grace, that your only begotten Son was born of her according to the flesh, and that she was crowned this day with surpassing glory, grant through her prayers that, saved by the mystery of your redemption, we may merit to be exalted by you on high. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Now, in many parts of the world, including the United States, this is not a holy day of obligation this year since it fell on a Monday. Morning Air is coming up next, along with the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.